What up, y'all? Welcome back to the E-Mix Podcast. On this podcast, we talk to producers, artists, and industry professionals. On this episode, we talk to our homegirl, Kiki Nova. We're going to dive into the topics about being a female in the rap game and paving your own lane so you don't have to wait for any handouts. And if you're looking to get your songs mixed and mastered at an extremely affordable price, then emix.com has your back. For only $39.99 a month, you can get your songs professionally mixed and mastered to industry standards. And if you want more information on our plans and pricing, head over to emix.com to learn more. And if you want to hear more, remember to subscribe for more exclusive content. We hope you enjoy the show. Let's go. You are now listening to the Emix Podcast. What up, y'all? This is your boy, DC. And I'm Zach. And we got my homegirl, Kiki. Hey, hey guys. All right, so we're going to get right into it, Zach. Go for it. Cool. So uh, just let everyone know who you are and how you got into music and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. Well, um, I think I've always done music. I've always loved music. Um, It's always just been a big part of, I think, my family. Um, I think my dad, like, literally grew, uh, had me growing up on, like, Ziggy Marley um, and... Teddy Riley and, you know, just, um, just music in general. And I went to concerts at a really young age. Like I was at all the like roster concerts, like with my tie dye and I could feel the music, like, you know, bumping. And it was just, I think that's kind of what was within me. Um, so I've just always done music, performing everything. Um, when I was 17, I got to intern, um, with a, like a record label and it was really cool. And, uh, I got some hands-on experience of like how to like get in the studio and actually actually like rap like on the track. Like I didn't, I knew how to rap, but like how do you talk into the mic or when do I take my breaths or things like that. And so when I was 17, someone kind of showed me for like 10 minutes and I was like, yep, this is it guys. I like this. <laughs> You're like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But like, even as a kid, I was walking around like making up songs and, you know, just, just imagining myself like performing all the time. So for me, this is just like, okay, this kind of something I've always wanted to do. So was that age around like 17, like a really pivotal moment for you of saying like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Or was it another time? Um, I would say I've always wanted to perform probably as far as I can remember, I've always been performing like on stage, performing arts, musical theater. Mm. Um, I was in like theater competitions. I went to to piano, I was in choir. So, I mean, I've always been involved in music and dance and things of that nature, regardless. I think what made me say like, Hey, this is what I really want to do was, I don't know, maybe like 2018, honestly, I've always wanted to do, but 2018 was when I was just like, okay, I'm going to really take this serious and pursue this like full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done other things with music, but just didn't really have the opportunity to um, be created the way I want to. And like this time I finally did. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, so in 2018, what were some of the things you started to do differently? Um, that you felt like, hey, like I'm in it to win it. This is what I want to do. Yeah, I will say like maybe the end of 2017. Um, 
middle of 2017, I linked up with an old friend of mine who was an A&R for Universal. And he was trying to put together a girl group. And I knew a bunch of talented people from me doing PR and marketing for many years. <laughs> and of course, my dog must be loud. And um, from doing PR marketing for a long time. And so I called up all these girls I knew that I thought would be a good mix for this diverse girl group. And um, I put together this girl group for him. And I was like the rapper in the group or whatever. Um, but like they were trying to do this whole like Millie Vanilli thing where like it was like they had these songs already and they wanted these girls that had this look and they wanted us to lip sing. And it was like really, it was only one person on the track the whole time, but it sounded like it was more than one person. So it was like this whole like, it was just crazy. Um, and it was like, yo, this is not what I was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And things just got real. It was like, it should have been a reality show because it got real like, then he bought us outfits, but the outfits were like real, like he went to the schoolgirl look, right? And he bought like real uniforms, like real, like the blue, the blue uniforms that were for kids. And the, <laughs> shit, the shit did not fit me. Like it did not fit. And I was like, I'm not even going to attempt to put this on. Why you need to get something outside? Why are you trying to be cheap? And so it was like this big like, blow up moment. I was like, I'm out of here. Like literally. And then, <laughs> and then it was like at a dance rehearsal too. It was like, the girls were like, just leave Erica, forget him. I was all mad. And then the next day, like all the girls quit. And then he was like, you ruined my dream. And I was like, boy, forget this. So it was like this big, like, like this, uh, I don't know. It was like, we were in contracts. It was just this dramatic like situation where I was like, I wanted to make it, but not with that guy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to do it by myself, you know? And mm-hmm. um, honestly, I was doing it. I've been doing it ever since because, how it ended was like, he was so rude. Like he was just like, you're never going to make it. You're going to be 50 and you're not going to do anything with your life. He was just so like messed up. Like it was just crazy. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you, I'm very glad that you uh, said that story because one thing that I, we haven't really talked about on this show yet is how do people bounce back from adversity? Mm-hmm. When things don't go your way, when things are looking like crazy and you're like, I didn't sign up for this. Like, how do you recoup from that? So that that, that was dope. That was dope. Yeah, I, I was thinking like, how do you, I mean, honestly, I would say just keep going. Like if this is something that you're really passionate about, you don't really have time or opportunity to give up. Um, even me throwing my first event in LA did not end up the way I wanted it to. Um, mm-hmm. But I got something out of it and I just kept throwing events, you know? So it, it's it's one of those situations that I was taught at a really young age at um, a camp called Camp Bravo. It was a theater camp. And the guy was like, you can't be afraid of making an ass out of yourself. And I was like, I'm going to take that with me. So <laughs> I've, been, I've done stand-up comedy in my life. I've done a lot of acting and hosting. And so I just kind of always live by can't be afraid to make an ass out of yourself. You know, if, if you're going to risk it, risk it all, you know? Oh yeah. And, and one thing too, is like it, it's so hard, especially in the industry when someone wants to make it, they're Mm -hmm. blinded by, you know, all the, all the amazing lights and like, you know, just everything that could be handed to them. Like, Hey, here's your dream. Here's your one ticket. And for you to like, push away from that and like go in within yourself that that's amazing no one no one really does that and that's really impressive thank you I appreciate that I mean I even think I was um prior just talking to DC about 
Um, I had an opportunity that came up, which I was so excited about. It's just this amazing person that's behind it. And I feel like, man, this guy can just push a button and boop, I could just become a star. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, what he was offering wasn't, I wanted more than what he was offering. And um, now I'm in the process of asking him, hey, can I get, can I get something else with, with this, with these fries? Can I get a shake with these fries? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Um and if I can, amazing. And then we'll see where it goes. And if I can't, that's okay too. Because um, I talked to so many people about it and they were just like, if you believe in you, then go for it. Don't put all your eggs in a basket and just trust that someone's going to do something if it's not, if everything is not detailed in writing, you know what I mean? So just, just taking chances and just honestly, I'm just a real faithful person. So I just put my faith in God and he'll take care of me. I'll be okay. Awesome. You mentioned uh, some events too. What type of events do you throw? And if they're like performance events, do you perform at your own events? Yeah. So um, I definitely curate events, um, like trendy, cool um, events are the type of things I like to do. So places where you could take pictures, um, like the Hollywood scene or downtown LA or the beach scene type of thing is, is my ideal stuff. Um, industry style events, um, and definitely performing at them for sure. So probably the main reason why I throw events is because I was tired of like trying to get people to put me on, like I'm going to put myself on, you know, and then I control the whole situation. Um, I even remember at my first event, there was this girl and I love her to death. She's an artist too. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to wrap at this event. Come on. Can I get on stage? I was like, girl, this is my first event too. So I was like, girl, this is my first event. I'm the only one rapping, baby. <laughs> so so it, it was just like, that's why I threw this event so I could put myself on. So, and same thing with even other companies that I work with, like Digiwax, we do um, South by Southwest stages and things of that nature. And so I'm able to kind of put myself on in those situations too. Um, mm-hmm. I purposely like took the back road of like doing PR and business and management on purpose so that I knew the right people. Um, I knew the right players to, to make or whatever. So that, you know, I could be successful with that. That's awesome. Well, um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's, that's and like, again, like the first story, really taking ownership of your career, really taking ownership of learning a lot of different lanes, not just learning how to rap to a microphone or sing, um, getting into the whole, event planning and PR and all that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. That just, for one, it makes you more valuable because Mm -hmm. you know, you never know when you're going to need that skill set. Yeah. And, and two, like, like for the example, like, you know, you didn't want to wait for someone else to put you on. So you was like, Hey, well, I'll throw my own event. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's a great takeaway. I, I definitely like that, that you like, you pave your lane. You're not waiting on someone to open the lane for you. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I just think that that's key. You kind of got to kick some doors down, bug people, mm. people like I'm big on consistency. Like it's um like I'm a marketing nerd. So everything is with marketing is based on consistency. Um, and so the more people see you, the more they hear you, the more you rah, 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 you know, if they know that you're rah, rah, rahing about something actually good or quality, you're not just trying to talk in 
you know, just out of your ass type of situation, they'll start to pay attention to you and give you in credits due and maybe take you a little more serious. So they see you doing it for a month. Okay. Six months. Okay. A year. Okay. A couple years, you know, and they're, they're, they know that you've invested time and money and, and if they can see improvement, then they know, okay, this is a value. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what I want to get into, cause I know you're doing your whole press tour this week. You're going to be in, in front of the camera a lot this week. So we appreciate you stopping by the eMix podcast as one of those destinations, right? Yeah. So so we are here to talk about uh, you putting out some music, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's one of my favorite joints. Uh, it's called Ice Cream, uh, uh, amongst other songs as well. But Ice Cream is definitely one of the ones that you're going to be displaying. Um, so talk about it. Like, what, what yeah. is ice cream? What's the concept? What What's your take on it? So, in regards to um, my music, so, I, when I was younger, I used to say, like, oh, I have these multiple personalities. And I was like, well, I don't people think I'm crazy. Like, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> but I really do because when it comes to business, um, I'll deal with, like, C-level executives, very corporate-style stuff, and that's very different than... Um, me wearing my two pigtails, um, per se, and what I rap about. So it's kind of like when I get to really fully be Kiki Nova, that's me. It's just another side of me. (laughs) And um, ice cream shows that. So ice cream is really about, I think, a woman just embracing who she is, knowing who she is, being very vivid and kind of loud about what she likes um, and doesn't have any problem with people asking questions about it. Um, What I say, I absolutely mean. I really Mm -hmm. mean everything I say, but I I actually have a a balance with the things that I say. So uh, I think I said, I'm ratchet. I'm rude. If you got a bankroll, what it do? You know, I'm classy too. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. But, you know, I definitely like to turn up too. And if you uh, say the wrong thing, I might get a little rude. Um, And if you got money, then let's invest. Let's work. Let's make some shit happen. Because, I mean you have to start to position yourself around people that you feel are going to win and that you're going to win mm. with. And like one of my friends posted something on Instagram and I was like, that's so real. And I, it's like one of those like cliche things, like mm-hmm. you got to start hanging out with winners so that when you start talking about your accomplishments, it doesn't sound like you're bragging. And I was right. like, Oh, that's kind of like, that. but then the other day that happened, I felt like a person I know was kind of like, and I was like, girl, I wasn't even trying to, this just happened. I was excited, girl. Be excited with me. You know, <laughs> so it, it's it's just a process. But I mean, ice cream, I think, just embodies all of that. And I think the whole album is just really fun, good energy, hype. I do have some R&B records on there. I do have some sing songs on there for sure. Um, but the whole record is just, um, it's called Malibu Kiki. You know, the whole album's called Malibu Kiki. Um and I called it that because it's very, I feel like, L.A., very California. Um, that's me. You know, I, I, I'm a city girl at heart. Not city from Miami, but from the L.A. city, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel like that's what it is. The cover art, I feel like that totally embodies um, who I am and what I like. Um, and I hope, you know, I don't hope, I plan to grow as an artist so that, yeah, you guys get to see this fun turn up party side. But I have some some things I do want to share, you know, on a more positive note with the world other than just turn it up. But I kind of think that to get y'all attention, y'all need to see like 
Kiki Nova, Malibu Kiki. <laughs> Malibu Kiki, Kiki right. Nova up in the building, right. you know, then I can step into some other sides of Kiki's, like um, Kiki Hollywood Finance or Kiki Hustles, you know? So there's these different versions of Kiki that focus on different things. So like Kiki Hustles is like, I hustle all the time. So that music is really, probably will be more focused on like getting a bag and just like on some, ugh, get that shit, you know? Where opposes to Kiki, like Hollywood finest, is probably, you know, a little much more on a classy note about just what she likes and how she wants to get things done and how she wants to change the world, you know? So mm-hmm. it, 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 it has a mix of kind of like of everything, but I feel like Malibu Kiki is just some good, fun, Cali to turn up, you know, shake your ass, girl, you look cute. Go get a bag. <laughs> so this is no, like no, your, your fir- no worries. Uh, so this is like your first release coming out, right? So this is yeah. like first awesome. album. Yeah, I mean, I have other singles out, um, but this one is the first one. I feel like that's me. Like it took me yeah. a while to figure out a sound and and what I want to sound like. And I feel like the whole album is cohesive. And it's not just like songs I made a month ago. Like some of these records I made a year ago. You know? Um, oh wow. And the great thing about it is, like, E-Mix saved my life. Like, <laughs> so serious, okay? So serious. Um, and it's because, like, okay, I had a friend who recommended a guy to mix and master my stuff. I got mad at the, the friend who referred me and, like, ran off with my, like, ran off with my money, you know? It was like, what's going on? So, so like, untrustworthy. And it was like, this is business. How could you do that? Mm. Um, so I was just really, like, bummed about it because, that was actually supposed to happen before South by Southwest and South by Southwest got canceled, obviously. So I was in the clear to not have to have my music done by then, but still like pressured. Um, and then with Emix, I was actually able to go back into the arsenal music that I had loved, but never got to put out because the bright person couldn't mix it. Or like the, the songs have been mixed and mastered by other people, but I didn't like how it sounded whatsoever. So like, it was more of a situation where it's like, I, was able to trust a company and a brand and they like everything that they said it would be, it was, you know what I mean? Like as far as the quality and the sound, the preciseness, uh, the quickness of it getting done, it was just a really um, an awesome experience. And so that's why I said I truly stand behind the brand because I know the quality of work that you guys provide and, and what you guys do. And also just the people behind it are genuinely good people that just want to grow themselves and help other people genuinely, you know, and even took chances and risks with their own business and their own livelihoods to do this, to provide this service for other people. So, um, yeah, I'm totally for the brand and um, believe in the product and believe in what you guys offer for sure, for sure. Well, thank you so well, much. Hey, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And we're just honored to just be a part of the project. You know what I mean? Because because we believe in you, and and because we believe in you, we want to be a part of it. Because we know you go do your thing, and that can be like just like, hey, that girl over there, that's Kiki. We know her. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And but and my plan is for us to just honestly, you know, just I mean, a year from now, we're just going to be in some amazing, you know, studios that one of, we'll, we'll all own our own studios anyway, but we'll be in one of our studios. Um, and we might be in another country. We might be chilling in another country and one of our studios, um, looking at this new award that we got. That's just so amazing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I so, I mean, it's that's cool. how I see it. I, I know that the COVID stuff is here and everyone's like, they can't see, but I'm not tripping. COVID wasn't the worst thing that's happened, I feel like, right now. I mean, it has been the worst thing that's happened recently, but 
I feel like when you get served lemons, you got to make lemonade. And um, I feel like in this situation, I was able to make some some lemonade. My dog is trying to get up here. <laughs> make some lemonade for sure. So, um, and honestly, I've been able to make some strawberry lemonade. So, Ooh, there you go. That's you my go. favorite. It's my saucy. <laughs> hey, hey, there it is. So, um, with um, uh, ice cream, um, talk to us about some of the process, like how, like how did that come about? Do you usually uh, get a beat first or do you have your lyrics first or how do you like to kind of make your music? Um, beat first, for sure, for sure. Um, but sometimes I have concepts, like sometimes I just hear like, like a hook in my head or a line and I'll write it down. So I'll have these just mm-hmm. different bars and then maybe I hear a beat and I'm like, oh, that could go with that, you know, and I'll take a piece of it mm-hmm. and then um, I'll write from there. Or sometimes I'll be sitting in a session um, like with Andre. Me and Andre Ryder were in a session. Um, he was like, yo, I, I hear your voice on this um, on this beat. And I was like, what kind of beat? And he was like, uh, ice cream flip. No, not ice cream flip. What is it? Um, sweet on the inside. Candy paint uh, by Darrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, your voice would sound so good on that flip. And so for months we were talking about flipping this record, and then eventually he flipped the record. And um, with Revelation, actually Revelation Beats did it, his cousin. And um, we were sitting in the studio, and uh, he called me and was like, yo, I got a concept for a song. And he's like, ice cream. And I was like, milk in your mouth, like ice cream. And then we kind of just like, okay, let's go in the studio. Like he was actually on his way and he was like rapping on the phone. And I was like, I can't really hear, you know, like the vibe you're going for, but this is kind of what I'm going for. So when we went together, like we were able to really just create the song um, and just vibe out together and just create an amazing concept for it. So and, I, and I love Andre for that because uh, Andre is the first person, the first person I, I wrote with, but one of the first people that I, I wrote with that we just had this like dope ass bond where we were just like, yeah, we, we vibe. Like I would just talk about um, what was going on in the world or my life. And then we would make what was ever, what was going on in my life into a song. So some of these songs like are inspired by like life events or whatnot. So when Kiki two, Kiki two times is a real life event, it's like a real life event. So <laughs> when that song comes out, I'm like, well, y'all going with the story of that song. I don't know if I can share it, but that's a real life event. <laughs> so I actually haven't heard this song yet. Do you have multiple people on the track? No, it, it's just me. But um, but Revelations Beat produced it. And then me and Andre wrote the song together. And okay, that cool, was cool. just, it was just a good, a good experience. Um, like I said, I just, I spent a long time just writing by myself. Um, and never really having a team. And I think that's something that doesn't get talked about in the industry. I think a lot, especially with female artists and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, everyone writes with somebody. Um, majority of the time. I mean, I spent a lot, I said a long time writing a lot of songs just by myself and the ones that are already out are predominantly just, they are by myself, you know? Um, but this record, I was able to collab um, with with different people, different writers. D. Cannon was a writer I worked with. Um, Andre Ryder was another writer I worked with. Um, Deuce Flames, we didn't really write together, but we did a song together. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was just a really, really cool process. Um, there was a beat, the song I did, Away We Go. Um, me and D. Cannon wrote that. And what was dope about it was Eric Billinger picked the beat, actually. Um, and then I couldn't use it, and I sat on the song for like a year. Um, and then Biscuit and Butter, um, which are um, Grammy-nominated producers, amazing, amazing musicians and just just great musicians in general. Um, mm. They came back and, like, built 
a beat around the song. So, and huh. it sounds so like it was the original song. So, I mean, there's just been, there's just been so many like different levels with this, this project, you know, layers and levels to getting it done. So, I mean, it's just been a long time coming back. Bunch of different like, scoops. That's yeah, different, different scoops, some <laughs> chocolate and some vanilla and some strawberry, yeah, right. <laughs> whipped cream and cherries on top. Mm-hmm. I don't really like crunchy food, so no peanuts. And no peanuts. Yeah, no peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Someone might be allergic. You never know. That part, that part. So I want to I wanna go back real quick. You're talking about the album art a little bit, um, but you didn't go in depth. Can you kind of tell us what that looks like and uh, how you came up with the concept? Yeah. Um, so pretty much the... Okay, so I I knew that I wanted to do Malibu Kiki. I could always just saw like, I don't know, me in a martini glass, and I really wanted to actually do a shoot like that. But then when I priced out what it would cost to rent the giant martini glass, <laughs> it was like seven grand for a giant martini glass that I'm going to use for like 30 minutes for a photo shoot. I'm wow. Good. I'm not Beyonce yet. You just got me a minute yet. Um, so like literally, um, I was like, okay, can I find someone who can take my head and then put like an animation body that's what i told him to do he didn't do that but i liked it anyway i liked it better the way he did it um i showed him all these different pictures of how like i wanted the body to be positioned like he was like don't be too detailed jay mills amazing um designer for these things and i was really detailed um i said i want a pink lamborghini i want money i want um diamonds i want all those things so um he was able to really incorporate everything that i said even to the font, like everything. He did a great job on that. And um, then Diamond Love was the one who did ice cream. And um, I told her I wanted it kind of like a comic strip a little bit, um, vibrant colors. I told her the colors and she just killed that as well. So um, so they kind of wanted to look like me sort of, you know. And so I just, I think that they did both did a really good job at embodying that for sure, for sure. Mm. Another, another visual that I don't want to give anything away is the the music video you got for it. It's super Cali. It's super LA, right? It's super colorful. Yeah. You you mm-hmm. you you got some uh, other scoops of ice cream in there with you. <laughs> right, you know what I'm right, talking about? Right. Plenty of different flavors. Uh, what was the process of uh, shooting the video? I mean, it was definitely a very... Um, it was a, a long process. It was a long day, a long shoot. But um, I got love from City Kings, the car company. Um, I got love from, um, <clears throat> who's going to kill me for not thinking of the name of this other car company? But the main guy is Big Bads, and he's amazing, and his car company is awesome. He's going to kill me for not um, for not remembering it off the top of my head. Like, I'm looking at it in a video, but I'm going to come back to it so y'all can kind of include it in there. Well, um, we got you, we got you. <laughs> Both of them were amazing, amazing, amazing um, car clubs. They showed up, showed out at Kennetown Park. Um, I had a, a professional drone um, cameraman who came in, showed me amazing love. His name is Jens, uh, really one of the the top two in the biz, and showed me love on the price. I just don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, my girls came out dancing and I have a clothing store. I provided the wardrobe. I brought a play local. So they came out, you know, for some food and just to have a good time. Uh, we rented a bounce house. We did a lot of it at my boy Starion's house in his backyard with the bounce house. So it was overall just a really dope project and just a dope experience. Um, I can't wait to you guys. It see sounds it. like just one big party that whole day. 
It was. It was a long day and I had like a permanent tan for like months from it. Like I haven't had to, but for a full month, I still have a tan. Like it's ridiculous. But yeah. <laughs> like, who said chocolate girls can't tan? Because we can. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it sounded like some of your skills from the other lanes that you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. um, came into play on organizing that video or, or right. did you source everything out and kind of delegate it? I did everything myself. I was running around like a crazy person. My hair and makeup girl canceled on me in the morning. I was like crying. Like, I was just so like dramatic throughout the day. I was just so, um, I was so dramatic, but it worked out for the best. So it's okay. <laughs> so you shot it in one whole day. Like what time did you get, uh, get up in the morning? Did you get up like super early or? Yeah, I got up at like five and we started shooting at 11 and then we were able to get out of there by like eight. Wow. Man, that's a long day. Yeah. So yeah. 11 to eight was the shoot times and, you know, transportation mm-hmm. and moving around and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely, definitely very, very, very crazy. Um, but we got it done and I was really happy with it. So yeah, yeah the previews that I saw so far, looks looks great. looks fun. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Hopefully good. I can uh, make it to the next video shoot. Yeah, well, I'm shooting one tomorrow, um, Gorilla oh, Style. Yeah. But no, the one after that. <laughs> you're going to come to like the fifth one after that, but we here, we here. You're going to be All in right, there, you go. there you go, there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, so this is uh, one of the questions we ask everyone who comes on the show. You ready for it? <laughs> what is it? All right, so we need an e-mix exclusive. Um, the fans, the following, everyone wants to know something about you that they don't already know. Mm, okay. Gosh. It can be it can be it can be uh professional related with your music or personal. Okay. So when I say that I'm a Cali girl, I'm really a Cali girl. So I grew up in LA. Um I went to college and school in the Bay Area and then I lived in Fresno for like four years. So I've lived in Southern California, Central California, and Northern California. So when they say Cali, like that's that's All me, like all over the state, that's me. I ain't been to. I mean, I haven't lived in San Diego, but I mean, I'm already in SoCal, so I got to cover. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Okay, that's good. That's that's that, that's good. a lot of people didn't know that, right? That, that, a lot of people actually don't know where the hell I'm from, to be quite honest. Uh, especially when I rap, sometimes people think I'm from like the South or the East Coast, but I'm from mm-hmm. I'm from LA. What's and your I'm, favorite? I, honestly, I'm and, and I'm a Valley girl. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like people be like, <laughs> I never forget. A manager was like, "Oh, should I uh, tell them that you're representing Granada Hills?" I'm like, "That's where I live. I wasn't born in Granada Hills. I was born in Woodland Hills." <laughs> but, but, but still, either way, yeah, um, yeah, I'm a Valley girl. <laughs> What's Shout your favorite Valley? Is that your favorite part of Cali? Um, the favorite part of Cali is LA. Mm. In the Bay, God, I love, I love San Francisco. Oh my gosh, so good! Love I've San never Francisco. been. It looks so beautiful. You've got to go. You've That's where they have the um, that big bridge, right? What is it called? Mm-hmm. Golden, Golden, Gate. Golden Gate. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of these days, I'll take the long way. Just drive up PCH all the way up. Yeah, you could do that. You definitely could do that. You could. I haven't it'll done take, it. It'll take me a long time, no, but too damn long. Uh, right. But you can cut over to the coast. You know what I mean? There might be some shortcuts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want to talk about something real quick. Um, talk about being a female in the industry. Any, 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 like you know, trials and tribulations with that? Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, people want to do you. They do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you kind of just got to um, just, like I said, just keep focus on what you want to do. And the more people see you do it, the more they'll take you seriously. So they won't necessarily come at you like that, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not always a, a bad thing. Like it could be a compliment, like you feel attractive or whatever the case is. But um, like I said, it's, let's, I just let my art speak for me, you know, like my, mm. my art and my like actual hard work. And like, I feel like that's what speaks to me um, the most. And it gets a little crazy because my lyrics are very explicit. Um, mm. So then I definitely know it causes some questions and maybe some thoughts or whatever. Um, but that's okay. I feel like that's, that's the point of it. That's, part of who I am. So if it makes you think like that, and that's what you think, you feel me? Right. And, and that's right. okay. <laughs> so, so I mean, I know your music really well. So I know those lyrics that you're talking about. So I get it. I understand. Um, but to piggyback off of that, does anybody like, um, uh, like female, other female artists, do they kind of inspire those lyrics or the kind of music that you make? Cause, cause what, cause on the outside looking in, those lyrics, it reminds me of a little Kim or, you know, you know, uh, Foxy a little bit or Nikki. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, honestly, my mouth has always been a little trashy. So even when I was younger, I was probably rapping about the same kind of shit anyway, to be honest. Because I remember in seven, when I was 17, I made a song because I was I graduated high school at 17 in the studio. I made a song called Nasty with these girls. And it was pretty fucking, I'm nasty. Bitch, just ask your guy, I'm nasty. This pussy stay wet. 24-7, all day sex. So <laughs> these lyrics have always been really raw and nasty. Like, that's what it's been. You know what I mean? But, um... Yes, uh, Remy Ma was like, I love mm-hmm. Remy Ma, um, Little Kim for sure, Foxy, yeah, um, Nicki Minaj, sure. I mean, because she was still big, you know, and I wasn't, mm-hmm. I'm not at that point yet. So, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't ever say really Nicki influenced me because I was. I wasn't like a kid kid, you know, for Nikki to be mm. an influence. Like I was like influenced by Missy, like an E. That was kind of the style um, of what I liked, you know, I kind of like more of like a hardcore rap, you know, I mm-hmm. like the trap, the rough riders. Like I like that girl, you know what I mean? That's kind right. of really what I like. Mm-hmm. As I was learned how to rap, I actually learned how to get into my voice where I had to be like more, a little more not like, ha, you know, more feminine or more sexy with it and say things a certain way. So um, I think that's another thing that comes off in music. Like dudes get to say whatever you want, however you want with the female. If you want to sell, you got to be a little more sexy with it or whatever. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, the women that aren't like that doesn't mean they don't sell. They're just probably not the biggest artist ever, which is mm-hmm. cool. They don't, may not want that, you know, but I mean... I just happen to like what I talk about, so it's okay. Mm, mm. So, I mean, hey, that piggybacks to this uh, next question. Um, you named some pretty big artists, and they may be on your list. They may not be. Mm-hmm. So if you could collab with any artist, dead or alive. Missy! Would that be? Missy. Missy. Yeah. Missy Elliott for sure. All right. um, she's so amazing. She'll know she'll know how to use my voice and do some amazing stuff with it. Timberland, like they'll know what to do with my voice for sure. Pharrell, they'll know what to do with my voice. Beyonce, just for the fuck of it, you know, just for our lover. <laughs> Jay-Z, he would know what to do with me as a brand, as a product, you mm-hmm. know. Um 
I would probably talk to Diddy about alcohol. You feel me? Like I, I love Diddy, the music man, but he has so many different things going on in his life that I don't know what his focus particularly is, but he's the man for the alcohol for sure. Cause Ciroc is the business. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different people I would, I would work with. I don't, but all OGs, like all right. OGs, like mm. I, the new people like murder beats, that would be dope. Post Malone, just because I know this shit would go platinum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Like, you know, I'm thinking about stuff, Drake, just because, you know, right, you want right. to throw it out there. But I'm really for the legends, the ones who, like, you know, foundation is music, mm-hmm. their heart, their soul, you know? So what's People- great about all your answers is you have a reason for each one in, like, mm-hmm. a business sort of way. And that also leads to our next question, or another question, which is, like, how do you like compartmentalize the business aspect of it, of, of like the music industry and then the creative side? Like, how do you wear those different hats? Because you mentioned in the beginning a little bit that, you know, you have like these different personalities, but how do you switch each of those on and off? Um, I hate switching them on and off, actually. I don't like it at all, but I have to do it. Um, and that's why I'm really excited for CL. Um, did you actually take over a lot of that stuff for me? Um, because it gets difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I say, um, how do I talk about myself sometimes as a brand to a C-level executive? And then I played them my song and then I say, check that asshole, bend it over. You feel <laughs> me? Like the really weird transition. So it's yeah. like, yes, you need to invest in me because of this. Now listen to these lyrics, you know, so it, it's like really <laughs> weird. Um, and I have to separate the two with clients. So over the years, I just get clients that know me and are cool with me. Clients that are not going to be cool with that, I just don't deal with anymore. Because mm. um, I just want to really stay true to myself. Like, if you don't like me with these pigtails, then I can't be a part of the situation, you know? Yeah. Um, you know so that's just kind of where I'm at right now in my music. But um, just just crossing your T's and dotting your I's. But honestly, I don't like the balance of the mix. I do it, but I don't like it. Um and it's just because it's a lot of work. Like when you're the artist, you want to mm-hmm. just be able to create, you know, but it's like nowadays I've got to create, I've got to build my own social media following. I got to pay for my mm-hmm. advertising. I got to put my video together. I got to be the director for my video. I've got to find my own style, make sure my hair is done, my makeup, make sure I find an attorney to read the actual contracts. You know what I mean? The list could go on. Is my song registered? Is it copywritten? Is the lyrics uploaded? Like, and I have like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's a lot. I, I prefer not to, but I do. So what do you that, say? That, like what you, what you just said was Kiki Records. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You, 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 you're just the whole label just now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, but um, it's, it's getting there. And I think that's why it's taken so long. You know what I mean? That's why it's like, it's a, it's a debut because it's been a process since, for sure, since 2018 till now, these past two years have been just me finding myself and finding my sound and putting everything together and trial and error. Remember, somebody somebody going to tell me, you got to be signed up for BMI and ASCAP. And I was like a fool signed up for both of them things. Like, was wondering, like, how come I don't see any checks? Like, literally, I had to go through, like, all of the wrong things to get to the right mm. things. Mm. So, just a process. Just a process. So... How soon would you say like an independent artist should delegate those responsibilities to someone else? Like what, when should they do that? Realistically at this point, when you have all your shit together, there's no need to go get a manager and do all of those things. If you don't know what you're doing, someone could take something from you. You don't even know they're taking it from you. Mm. You know, um, 
just get all your, get, do, do your research, do your due diligence, get all your shit together first, and then go and find somebody. I asked you that to be my manager two years ago. And he said, no, I asked him a year ago. And then he said, yes. And then said, no. And then I asked about how my performance was. And he was like, oh, it's cool. I like worked my ass off. Everybody was clapping. She's so good. He was like, yeah, that's cool. I cried, literally cried. I was so mad. And then I went harder. And then now I'm like, can you be my manager now? You know? He was like, okay, cool. Send me the contract. You know what I mean? So like, but like, look how long it took for him to even consider it. Like, you know, so it's just, just a process, just, mm-hmm. just a process. And, and it wasn't like, oh, I wasn't bombed then. It's just that like, People want to invest their time and money in the in the direction they know that it's going to be a game. You know, mm-hmm. once certain people of a certain level started showing attention in me, you know, then it was like, okay, this makes sense, and that's okay. I understand it from a business point. No hard feelings. I love him. He's an amazing person. But from a business point, it made sense, and so I'm okay. I'm willing to to work hard to get those results. So. So what you're saying is it's extremely important for an independent artist to have everything together and, you know, have that following, have um, their brand kind of art like built essentially before they start delegating those things. Yeah. So that you can trust the process. You can't trust the process if you give it to someone ahead of time. So mm-hmm. definitely. And, can... and for leverage and for leverage too, when you already yeah. got, <clears throat> when you already got a following and, and and you're doing your thing and a lot of stuff is already in place that's your leverage right there now now you're not now when someone is looking at you you got xyz already done it forces them to be on their a game because like oh they already got momentum i don't want to be the person to stop that momentum i just want to be the person that helps that momentum continue great way to look at it yeah for sure for sure Mm -hmm, what you guys at so we talked about like inspiration a little bit, but um, what do you do when you like get stuck? How do you overcome that creative block in um, those times? I it's been a while since I've been stuck. I think because I've just been on a go 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 thing. But when that happens, mm. I can't really say what I do because I don't advertise Mary Jane. But what I do is I find a way to get real creative, <laughs> get real creative, you know, um, and find a, find a balance. But I just I just don't have time to be at a standstill. I think that's my concept of it. I just I don't I really don't have the time, so mm. I just push through whatever it is. And if I can't find it, then I call someone else to see if they can find it. And that was the whole point of working with other writers and other people because I can't do everything myself. So when I have an issue, I pick up the phone and call somebody. Mm. And I call Mary Jane too. There you go. There you go. She's great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I, I, I know you got other interviews and stuff to do. Um, but, and I know you've been given a bunch of good advice and stuff already, but I want you to leave other independent artists, even specifically for female independent artists, uh, leave them some good advice and things that they should be looking for in this roller coaster that they're about to embark on? Goodness. I mean, any artist, uh, be prepared to get your feelings hurt. Um, be prepared for people to cheat you. Be prepared for people to lie to you. Be prepared, be prepared for people to be inconsistent. Um, 
all of it, because this is your dream. It's not their dream. You know, there's a million other people, you know, that are already established that they can go work with, especially if you're already kind of working with people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, set yourself apart, uh, make noise, make sure people can see you, that they hear you, stay consistent. Um, as a woman, uh, know yourself, know who you are. Um, whatever your hustle is, know that your hustle is real. And that's how whatever card you play by is what you play by. Some girls may say, I'm going to sleep through my way to the top. And that's what the heck they want to do. Some girls may say, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to work really hard and put my due diligence in. Some girls are going to do that too. I'm not saying that way is wrong or that way is right. I'm just saying, whatever it is you do, be the best at what it is you do. Um, and for women, just, uh, the balance of ever trying to say like dating somebody for a cloud, like the summer Walker situation is wonderful, but th- that's not ideal. A lot of times you'll probably date somebody in the industry and they'll like maybe throw you away to decide, you know, if you are going to do that, then make sure that it's of somebody who has some type of a, uh, who cares about you at least, who's not going to just throw your career to the side or the wayside mm-hmm. or whatever. So just know who you're dealing with, you know, um, there was all these different type of rumors about who Nikki messed with to get to the top or whatever, like whatever she did, I don't know, but just know your team. Like whether like, and then later on she was even able to make a song about it with Drake and, and Tunchi like teasing with the fact that maybe she, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. just know your team. And if you can get a team, get one. And if you can't, then stay true to yourself because I did not have a team for a long ass time. I'm just starting to get a team of people that believe in me, that trust me, that work with me, that got my back. It took years for that. I prayed on finding a team. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been a part of so many damn teams. I, I got pictures for each year which team I was with. <laughs> I did a lot of teams. Say this is my team. A year later, man, I was in my team. You say so. I mean, it's it's just once you once you like once you have. But during those teams, like I didn't have my own thing. I was a part of their stuff. Like mm-hmm. now it's different. Like I have teams that I'm with. But I have my own stuff. So it's like now my teams can be a part of my stuff. I can be a part of their stuff. It's just like a, a good trade-off. So mm. definitely. Well, well, we, we're happy to be a part of your team. Hell yeah. And I'm happy to be part of your team too. Yeah, and I know you're part of the Emix team. So what we going to do, we going to debut this thing, ice cream. Before yeah, that, though, before that uh, real quick, what is your Instagram follow? Um, sorry, follow. What's your Instagram handle um, and social media handles? No, I got you. You're going to say, how can they follow you? I got you. I got you. Yes. Thank um, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Your girl, Kiki Nova, you can follow me at I am Kiki Nova. That's K-E-K-E Nova. Um, I'm on IG. Uh, my website is xoxokikinova.com. Um, so anything I am Kiki Nova or XOXO Kiki Nova, you can find me. And then if you like shopping, go to grammarschoolla.com and get some of Kiki style and, um, you know, show your stuff, ladies. <laughs> Work in dolls, whatever y'all want to do is fine with me. <laughs> hey, 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 there you go. Hey, look, we about to debut this joint. We got mm-hmm. Kiki Nova in the building. We got ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Ice cream, you scream, everybody scream. We're going to do this thing. And shout out to, to from the East Coast to the West Coast. And then we out here. Let's go. Let's go. Ice cream, whip like a peach. They think on the inside, they on the outside. Whip like ice cream, whip like a peach. Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. Melt in your mouth like ice cream. Ice cream, ice cream, melt in your mouth like ice cream. Get a taste, get a taste, get a taste. Use your time. 
Don't let it go to waste. Ice cream, ice cream. Not in your mouth like ice cream. Hey, bitch, I'm looking for a big shot. Big cock, big diamonds on the wristwatch. No mini man, good with the back shots. Pull my hair, smack my ass, daddy, don't stop. You wanna eat, keep, keep a breakfast. Then bite, keep, keep that my necklace. I'm a new little Kim of Bugari. Chanel on my Gucci Gotti. I tell your nigga pull up when I'm in the mood. Bust the nuts and I'm home in the Uber pool. I'm ratchet, I'm rude. If you got a bag, bro, what it do? Ice cream, ice cream, melt in your mouth like ice cream. Ice cream, ice cream, melt in your mouth like ice cream. Get a taste, get a taste, get a taste. Use your time, don't let it go to waste. Ice cream, ice cream, melt in your mouth like ice cream. You little bitches want power. I just want the money, how I'm in and I'm out. Bitch, keep my name at your mouth. You tough on the gram, in real life, you a clown. This freak chicken nigga be thirsty All in my DM, talking real dirty Can't get this pussy cause you are not worthy He say he in love, well nigga drop 30 Ice cream, ice cream Melt in your mouth like ice cream Ice cream, ice cream Melt in your mouth like ice cream Get a taste, get a taste, get a taste Use your top, don't let it go to waste Ice cream, ice cream Melt in your mouth like ice cream Ice cream, ice cream Melt in your mouth like ice cream Ice cream, ice cream Melt in your mouth like ice cream Get a taste, get a taste, get a taste Use your time, don't let it go to waste Ice cream, ice cream Melt in your mouth like ice cream